90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, that's us. Hey, Kel. Hello, Sharon. How are we? Pretty good. How are we? Magical. How's Adam doing? I'm doing great. I get to see your faces and you get to see mine this time around. Finally, technology is working in our favor. It is. Love these Zoom calls. They're amazing. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, thanks to everyone that's uh, tuning in. We appreciate that. Finding us on all the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And Adam, you got us on some other ones recently, which I'm forgetting for some reason. I got the email the other day. We're officially on Amazon. Woo! Woo! So... Hello to all our Amazon listeners. Perfect. Awesome. And didn't you say, Adam, that um, smart speakers now have us too? I think I did. I <laughs> would need to follow up on that. <laughs> we should check that out. Actually, I'm going to check that out. because, like, Don't take my word for it. Oh, that's good. We actually recently in our household got um, an Alexa thing. Um, and so I've been having fun with it because it's like, I'm like, hey, Alexa, what's the temperature? And like all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's like. Hey, you know what? To, you know what not to do with, a, with Alexa? Just what? in case ours can hear me, um, is don't uh, go um, elementary school and say, hey, Alexa, can you make a fart sound? Because FYI, fun fact, she will. But then <laughs> it's like she won't stop. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Really. Oh, my God. I had no to, idea. Well, to the point where we were asking her to do other things and all that was coming was the <laughs> fart sounds. And like, and we're grown adults, right? So I'm thinking, how are we going to explain this one? How do we fix it? You know? Anyways, I don't know how we fixed it, but we did. But like, imagine telling somebody, you know, at a call center, well, we asked her to fart for us and she did and she won't stop. (laughs) Anyways, just know that she can. Okay, great. That's more than enough for me. It's funny because like, I never think of these things to try, like, (laughs) <laughs> I know um, my better half was doing things with that. Uh, because I think actually if you speak into your Siri and you go pew, pew, it'll do lasers like oh, cool. in your um, text messaging. Nice. So, But it's all these things that like I don't have that kind of time to figure out and to do, <laughs> but my better half does. So uh, Time, eh? <laughs> it's, yeah, time. It's one thing. I'll tell you. Um, I have asked her who I am. Like, hey – who is, and then I give my full name, and she's like, never heard of her. So, <laughs> so if you want your ego put in check, nice. like, right away, ask her. But you're the you queen are. of rock, Sharon. We know oh, yeah, that. She doesn't know that. Okay, I know it. <laughs> um, so I have a question to kick things off on today's show. Bring it on. Um, it came to me, and I was like, this is a magical question, I thought. And then it was actually funny, because I went to do the research on it, and I realized it's actually a tough question. So yeah. I wanted to ask both you and Adam, what is your favorite song from... Uh, 1990. So, like, actual, like, that year, 1990. That was That's a hard tough. one to answer. Because there's a lot of great songs yeah. in 1990. I cheated yeah. a bit. Did you cheat? It's- I took a song that was released uh, October 27th, 1989. But oh, it yeah? peaked on, the, on Billboard in 1990. So, oh, give us a hint. What is it, Adam? Um, it was covered by John Mayer in 2008. Uh-huh. Uh, covered as well by Guns N' Roses. Um, do I reveal the title now? The Hokey Pokey? No. <laughs> maybe no. both those artists covered that song. <laughs> uh, I as went children. <laughs> I went for a classic that I, I'm going to scream it out of my lungs every time I hear it. Free Fallen by Tom Petty. 
Oh, Ooh, nice. nice. I one. love that song. It's one of my all time favorite. Yeah, Not just from one. 1990, just all time favorite. That's free fall in Tom and, Petty. And Sharon must be loving that because of the rock connection. Yeah. Well, I love it because um, it's just, it just totally is such a crank it and yeah. sing it with oh, yeah. Tom Petty kind of song. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and, 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 like it or not, I have a video, a visual memory that takes you into that scene where Jerry Maguire is driving away after uh, quitting the job or landing a first deal after quitting his big job, and he's singing that in the car. Mm. Oh, right, that's that's true. I almost and forgot. That's a redeeming that moment for Tom Cruise. It is yeah. for me. Funny right. story: the first time I heard that song was actually John Mayer's cover. Uh, so really? I remember hearing Tom Petty's version and saying out loud, oh, he covered John Mayer. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone, I don't remember who was next to me, was like, no, it's the other way around. (laughs) I was like, oh, shoot. Tom Petty is currently (laughs) rolling over in his grave as we speak. I'm so sorry, Tom. I love you. Love all your songs. Tom Petty's laughing in slow motion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, Sharona, what did you pick for your favorite 90s track? Well, Again, anytime I'm asked, or even when I ask other people like to give me a top five or a top ten of all time or whatever, a favorite, whatever, I'll always yeah. say, but I'll give you 11. You know, or <laughs> yeah. my top 15 is actually 16. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, like, it's like if you commit to the one yeah. set, one song, one set, whatever, you're like, oh my gosh, what if I think of something else after? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's if it's, as if it's this big actual problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I realize that. So I thought I'd pick something kind of middle ground for this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it's a nice settling tune that uh, sort of blends a couple of genres because this band did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm picking Enjoy the Silence from Depeche Mode. Mm. That is very fancy. Because it's so good. It is. Oh, love Do it. You, and were, was he still on... Uh, the drugs at that point? Oh, back in 1990 for sure. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. How big Um, was Depeche Mode in 1990? Because I know I I was born in 1984 for those who don't know and I have a hard time understanding how big Depeche Mode was. Is there an equivalent to now of like in terms of popularity, in terms of how many singles they've had, like how how Imagine big Dragon, was the Sharon? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good comparison, I think. Even uh, even like a Muse, right? Yeah, All right. I think. Well, okay. we're coming from you, uh, coming to you guys from Montreal, and I think that a band like Depeche Mode certainly has a strong base of fans in Montreal. It's just the kind of city that we are, where we embrace that kind of music. It's it has progressive leanings, uh, things like that, and it appeals to many different genres, many different fans. Yeah. So I think we're right in saying an Imagine Dragons, um, definitely a muse. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Coldplay necessarily, but that kind of a grab. Right. You know, where you're yeah. you're along for the ride and it's a sonic experiment and it's it it moves and it's great. Unsurprisingly, my choice involves Janet Jackson. Wow, I am glad we were all sitting down for that. (laughs) I Um, saw it in the list, and I was like, "She, of course, she's going to go for it." Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: so, so I will say basically any single uh, that she put out in 1990 from the Rhythm Nation album. But I will, I'll stick with Escapade because that's Escapade is the jam that really brought me to Janet. Even though I liked her control Mm. stuff, but it was Escapade uh, when I saw her perform that at the American Music Awards in January of 1990. That was the song that did it for me. So obviously, it's that song. But I have to tell you. Um, 
for 1990, like Sharon said before, there's just so many amazing songs. So my quick runner-ups would be Vogue from Madonna, um, yeah. Suicide Blonde from In Excess, and Groove is oh. in the Heart from D-Light. Ooh, Groove is in the Heart. Like, Come on. And there's no, I mean, there's no beating anybody almost. You know, like In Excess no. has such a, mm. a wealth of... Amazing tunes and memories attached to those, and Madonna. Come on, yeah. And Kelly, Kelly you asked such for a great... one song. Now you just mentioned five. That's not fair. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I failed my own question. <laughs> so, so that's good. Good question, though, Kelly. I Thank think that you. we should. Uh, I think that we should keep this '90s vibe alive in our '90s Now podcast. Fancy. <laughs> and uh, uh, to all the listeners, write to us on Facebook, Instagram. What's your favorite song from 1990? Because of course we missed a few ones, and of course oh, we're going to get an answer, and we're going to be like, "Oh my God, can't believe I didn't think about that song." Yeah, share yours, everybody. We want to hear them. Yeah, it's funny when I was interviewing. I think it was Brandy that said it, but she was talking about like what just a wealth of um, great music came from that decade, you know? And it's obviously it's obvious, but knowing that an artist who had such success, like 1994, like right through the end of the 90s and into the 2000s, like it's nice to hear that she has such a good look back on her own era, you know? Mm-hmm. I like how Kelly just name-dropped Brandy. When I was talking to Brandy the other day, because she was talking to Brandy the other day, and you can listen to that uh, conversation on uh, the Kelly Alexander show. Yeah, I think that was episode seven you talked about Brandy, if I remember correctly. Uh, That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. She's really cool, though. I have to tell you, like, she was such, it was so amazing to chat with someone who was like, she was like my buddy. Like, it's like we were high school buds. It was cool. You know what? You know when the cool factor stops is when you say that to the artist. Right. And then they they say no. Yeah. Hey, you want to be buddies? No. No. Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, I didn't say that to her. So that's good. (laughs) You would have wrecked it. I would have wrecked it right, right quick, Uh, quick, fast and in a hurry. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Where did you want to go next, Sharon? Well, I thought um, in jest saying that we would keep the 90s vibe alive. It's what this podcast is all about. A little bit of 90s, a little bit of now, but... We were uh, discussing kind of briefly if we could bring back uh, a 90s TV show Mm -hmm. to get an update on the characters. What would that be? Adam, do you want to start? I can start, but here's the thing. I don't think I've seen a single TV show from the 90s (laughs) besides Friends, and that would be an easy answer. We we already know there's going to be a remake sometime this year or next year or, you know, soon. But there is a show from the 90s, and I realize it's from the late 90s. It it occurred – most of the show occurred in the the early 2000s, 2000s. Um, but The Sopranos – Oh, Ooh. right. Yeah, I feel like I really want to watch that show. And I've watched, uh, to bring in a little bit of the now, Peaky Blinders. Oh, um, right. Oh, yeah. Which is probably the, my favorite show I watched for the past two, three years, uh, Peaky Blinders. And, you know, it's about a bunch of guys, uh, criminals, and uh, the mafia, and, you know, organized crime. And the Sopranos do lean into that. And I keep People keep telling me, oh, if you loved Peaky Blinders, you need to watch The Sopranos. So, um, cool. So have you never watched Sopranos, Adam? I've never watched Okay, Adam, you the have Sopranos. to start. Like, there's no, oh, yeah. There's no, and you'll see by the time thing. you get to the end why it's such a great idea that you want to watch that show. And then yeah. I'll want to remake or I'll want to yeah, know totally. where the characters are going to be <laughs> just after I'm done. There's so. actually um, there's a podcast now that's going on, and I can't remember the name of it. It might just be the Sopranos podcast. I don't know. But two of the actors, uh, I think Michael Imperioli is one, and maybe, what was is it Michael Sharippa or him? I think... Um, they have a, a podcast going where they kind of revisit all the episodes. 
Nice. So mm. that's so you can find that obviously anywhere, and obviously we're happy to cross promote uh, to another podcast because uh, we're all trying to help each other out. So hopefully they'll give us a shout out one day. <laughs> and then the only thing I would suggest to you, by the way, Adam, is if you do watch Sopranos and, and when you do, maybe you'll be better than I am, but don't binge watch all of it like super tight together because I did that with I think it was season four and I literally got depressed like I had to go outside for a run <laughs> like wow. I watched three <laughs> episodes in a row and I was like it's so dark like it's mm-hmm. really dark and so like you like after a while I was like too much darkness must see the light <laughs> so I went outside well, for what's interesting is that the old old tv shows weren't meant to be watched in a bingey fashion right exactly and there That's are true. certain elements of the way they make shows today that are intended to yeah. To make it more uh, digestible in a binging way, which yeah. sounds mm-hmm. a weird, uh, <laughs> weird <laughs> we use of words, <laughs> digesting and binging. Um, but it's sometimes it the older shows would lose a uh, lose their punch because yeah. it's designed to sort of let you hang for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you're like, yeah. oh yeah, what happened? Yeah, exactly. So what what show would it be for you, Sharon? Well, uh, I picked two. Shock of all shocks. <laughs> I'd I'd love to see a uh, an, another version or a new version of uh, Sports Night. Oh my God! I almost forgot about that show. Well, that's an Aaron Sorkin creation that's before, like pre West Wing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was so it just had such a great rhythm to it. It had uh, Josh Charles, um, Peter Krause, uh, Felicity Huffman. Mm-hmm. Pre jail time. <laughs> did it air for a long time? How many seasons? Uh, it was a couple of a couple of seasons, I think it was. Right. Okay. Yeah. I completely forgot about that show, Sharon. That's a great. It was really good. That's a great one to bring back. That's awesome. But my other one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is that It'll your number Matters. one? Family oh. Matters. Nice. Because I'm not sure how. If you're familiar, Adam, uh, I think you would love to meet Urkel. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Do you know who Urkel is, Adam? I have no idea. Okay. No oh. idea. I'll have to then, Google that. Yeah, you know what? Steve you Urkel. find that too. Steve Urkel. Doesn't he have, what is it, He has, in the show, Sharon, doesn't he mention it's like Stephen A. Urkel or Stephen, something, like there's a middle name, isn't there? Oh, he was like a giant nerd. Oh, be, beyond. Yeah. Like like a, a caricature of himself almost. Yeah. It was perfect sitcom uh, scenario. Yeah. But then he had, remember he had a, a sexy cousin, yeah. Stefan. Yeah, that's that it. I, I knew it was, I thought I was going to call him Antoine, but Stefan is, uh, <laughs> is indeed correct. And yeah. it was the same actor playing like a suave version of, Yeah, and Urkel was like, you know, the horn rim glasses yeah. with the tape and the high pants and the suspenders. You have to Google this now, Adam. You have to watch. You, you have totally to watch have to watch. Yeah, There's something for you out there. I will. Um, <laughs> so I'm super excited to say that I wish they would bring back Living Single. Queen Latifah. Ooh, Kim good Fields, one. Kim Coles, Erica Alexander. Like, that was such yeah. a great show. Like, it went on yeah. from 93 to 98. And it was kind of like the Black Friends, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, because their sitcom... Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, it and totally, it, at that time, I would watch that, and I think I was sort of in that, that age group, so it made sense to me, like, their, uh, what they were going through, they were young, but working, yeah. and mm-hmm. and single, and figuring that out, and all yeah. that. It was such a cool show. It was such, and Kim Fields as Regine, like, she was just, like... She, it was such a great show, like just such a great show. And, and I actually was reading a little bit about, um, I guess, some of what went on, meaning in the fact that I believe that they were both produced by the same company. Like, I want to say, I want to say Time Warner, but I might be wrong. It might be Fox. It's one of those. Um, and there was a bit of, I guess, in hindsight, like um, wishing that 
the production company or whoever, the distribution company, whoever it was, would have pushed them as much as they pushed Friends because they might have done – they did obviously well to stay on for five years, but they could have maybe had more support and got on longer. And also mm-hmm. – and then um, they also talked about how, in hindsight, they wish Friends had been more diverse, like mm-hmm. having more black characters. And, and apparently it was actually um, – why am I forgetting his name? The guy who plays Ross. What's his David name? David Schwimmer. Yeah, David Schwimmer. He actually really pushed to have more um, diverse characters. And, like, he really wanted to date a black woman on the show. And he eventually did. And he dated the Asian he character, dated the too, Asian, for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, so that was great. And it's nice to know that they wanted. And I believe even now, Mar- uh, was it Marta Kaufman, I think, was one of the yeah, co-producers? Yeah, she has regrets. She has regrets. She has serious regrets about not being more diverse with the program. But recently they had an online, um, you could sign up to watch like a... A table read? A table read, but done uh, with all African-American actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I tried to sign on. Oh, did you? That's amazing. But I couldn't because I'm in Canada. <laughs> I oh. hate that. Well, and I don't, I don't know. Let's slap some now onto this yeah. uh, podcast. <laughs> I don't understand that in this day and age, whatever yep. age and whatever the heck day it is, um, that we can't figure out that I'm in this country and I want to watch something in that country. Why can't it just be? I know, right? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely Is it copyright ridiculous. reasons? Is it... Well, if it's copyright reasons, figure it out. Because it's, it's, it, it's the World Wide Web. And yeah. yet, it's so... You know, like... Well, what's also ridiculous is that I hate that we can't watch Saturday Night Live like clips. Like if you like, I, there's oftentimes where I want to run a clip on a Sunday morning on on the station, you know, Virgin that I work for, and I can't get the clip. You have to videotape it at home. I yeah, yeah but then I want the audio clip, Adam, and my TV's not hooked up to my computer at home, so. I'll, I'll show you how to work. She can videotape it at work and then take it from work. I'll show you one day. You're going to show me, <laughs> yeah. little Adam. I will. You're going to show me. Okay. Nice. That's fair. But that really drives me bananas, especially now coming in, because like, I absolutely adore Maya Rudolph and knowing that she's going to be back more often <gasps> as Kamala. And by the way, I don't know if we mentioned this on last show, but congratulations. Oh, no, I don't think we would have. Congratulations to Maya, because she won Best Actress uh, for uh, her guest star, um on SNL, an Emmy. Like, she won an Emmy the other day. Or recently, nice. I should say. Um, Congratulations. And then also, uh, like, it was just, it's so great knowing that, that that's an option. And she's so amazing. Like, oh, my God. When oh, she does yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everything she does, she does, like, over the top but contained at the same time. So it makes complete sense. She's just explode, exploring the character in the... Uh, in the best possible way. Like, it's, it's, it seems like she's just trying stuff, but it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. And she once, I, I watched um, her, I think it was with, because do you remember that lady who was uh, trying to um, live under the guise that she was African-American, Dolezal? Yes. Her first, so <laughs> Maya had done, you know, a great impersonation of her. And I just, you know, when tears are streaming down your face because it's oh, just yeah. that funny. So. Oh, my gosh. Very good. Maya Rudolph. Uh, what do you want to r- wrap up with there, Sharon? Well, I think that we should, uh, I'm going to throw a top two at you. Okay. Ooh. How about that? Do it. I'm a little nervous. I haven't prepared for this. What could Me it be? Me neither. <laughs> it's good. It's Uh-oh. good. <laughs> They're all good. They're always good. it. Um, I'm going to go and ask you all, not just Adam, not just Kelly, but everybody, to commit to your top two favorite songs by Alanis Morissette. Oh, my God. 
Oh, oh my God. That's such a great... I love her. Can I just tell you and how much I love her? I'll be specific and say 90s songs from Alanis Morissette. Right, right, Just right. in case Adam wants to trick us with can some... I, can I start? 80s stuff. Mm. Uh, Kelly, go ahead and start. So without question, I have to say you ought to know because it's just what it is. It's just amazeballs. Yes. And then also, I really like um, Hand in My Pocket. Really? Yeah. yeah. That, I was about to say the same thing. I'll go for Hand in My Pocket as well. Yeah. Nice. Do you have a second one, Adam? Um, I would say Head Over Feet. Is that oh, from the 90s? that's very good. That's a yeah, very that's good, a good one, one, Adam. So I would go for a Head Over Feet and a Hand in My Pocket. Nice. That's my top it's two. all body parts for Adam. <laughs> 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 I'm going to pick Ironic. Yep, yeah. that's good. Because I loved the video, because I love it so, it's soft and sweet, and then it rains, like, just great. But the video is fun, because it's like an old-timey car, and by old-timey, I mean 70s. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it's her in all four corners of the car, which I love. Yeah. Uh, My second one Mm -hmm. I am picking uh, is Uninvited. Oh, that's a great, is that the 98 album? Ooh. That's the, uh, well, she featured that song, or she was featured among many great songs on the uh, City of Angels oh, okay. soundtrack. Very nice. I forgot about that song. I forgot about that song, too. Good movie, too, by She's the way. She's lovely. Remember uh, lovely. Meg Ryan and Nick Cage? Oh, Nick Cage. I'm going to listen to that on my way home. You should do that. Do That's that what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, so we want to thank everyone for listening and following us on all of our social media platforms, Sharon. Yeah, thank you for doing that, everybody. We appreciate that. If you want to share your top two favorite Alanis Morissette songs with us, feel free. You'll find us online everywhere. If you want to tell us what your favorite song from 1990 is, do that too at the same time. We appreciate the following. We appreciate that you guys are listening and finding us and sharing with us, or sharing us with uh, your people in your world. Uh, and thanks for taking us along wherever you go. Thank you for listening to 90s Now, still happening. 